Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2 of Inside LBUSD, the Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we have several upcoming events to let you know about. Tonight, September 1st, Top of the World will be hosting Back to School Night at 5 p.m. On Wednesday, September 7th, Thurston will host its Back to School Night at 6 p.m. And on Thursday, September 8th, there will be a school board meeting in the Thurston Library. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz. Hello and welcome to another episode of Health Matters Podcast. Today's recording is being made on Thursday, September 1st, 2022. My name is Dr. Michael Keller. And I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. And the purpose of our podcast as we kick off 2022-23 is to share really important health matters going on in Laguna Beach Unified School District. Last school year, we covered primarily the topic of COVID-19. We're certainly going to start off the year with some important COVID-19 updates. We, we want to tackle some other critical health topics. Last year, we talked about the importance of healthy coping, exercise, sleep, and one of my favorite topics, the topic of lice. So for this year, we, we want to try to keep it um, really informative and for our stakeholders, our, our parents, students, and staff. And let's just start off as we have done in the past. We're going to start off with an update on COVID-19 impacts in Laguna Beach Unified. Nurse Kelly, can you update us? Sure. As of today, we have three cases at El Moro, five cases at Top of the World, one case at Thurston, five at Laguna Beach High School, and zero at the district office. Okay, and what, and what important trends have you noticed with, in relation to COVID-19? As of today, the most current strain of COVID impacting our community is the BA5. Although it is very early in the 22-23 school years, most of our families are reporting their child experiencing fatigue, stuffy nose, headache, fever, and a sore throat. So basically the symptoms have not changed from the previous COVID strains. We're working really hard to update our practices to make them consistent with the California Department of Public Health and Orange County Healthcare Agency's practices. A lot of districts use a variety of different methods to inform families of the impact of COVID in their schools. Uh, Nurse Kelly, can you just share with us what our best practice approach is for this school year? Sure. So we are continuing with the COVID general notification letters to families. So if we do have a positive case on campus, we are notifying families via Parent Square uh, through the principals, sending out those messages. We still have the COVID-19 dashboard on the lbusd.org website. Um, and I'll go over a couple other specifics too. I just wanted to kind of explain a little bit more about the general no- notification letters. We've had some parents ask us as to why are they not class specific or student specific. And uh, I'm going to explain that a little bit now. So Laguna Beach Unified, we opted to share our general COVID notifications site-wide instead of just to a specific classroom. And the reasoning behind this is because our students commingle a lot with many students who are not in their primary classrooms during PE, lunch, taking the bus. And at the secondary level, students have multiple interactions with multiple different classes per day. So giving a notification letter that is site-wide is more accurate, I think, for you to know. There's also a couple of other important pieces just to be um, mindful of that, you know, COVID is everywhere. We are trying to do our best to combat COVID at the school um, by taking a couple of important steps, which I can go over if you'd like. 
Yeah, that'd be great. So what, what can people do to ensure that they are minimizing risk related to COVID spread? So some of the measures that you can take right now is masking is still strongly recommended, as is the vaccination against COVID-19. Each school site and the district office has rapid tests available for all students and staff members. And if there is a concern of a family member that is not necessarily a student, just contact the health office or the district office, and we will see about getting you a test for them as well. If your child has a cold, flu, or allergy-like symptoms, please test them before sending them to school and make sure that their symptoms have been improving for 24 hours. Now that 24 hour mark is important because sometimes we're having children that will test, they test negative, they still are a little bit stuffy, parents will send them to school, they test them again the next day and they're positive. So we do see that with those home tests sometimes that they're not picking up COVID as soon as possible. It might take another day or so. So if they are experiencing symptoms of any kind, please make sure that you keep them home until those symptoms have been improving for at least 24 hours. And when we have a positive case, when we're looking at the potential impact on our school site, how far back are we looking at from the date of symptom onset or the date of the positive test? So that's a great question. So if we have a positive case and say your, your child has no symptoms at all and they test positive, we still have to go back that 48 hours to, uh, that's kind of like that window of exposures, the 48 hours before onset of symptoms or of a positive test. Uh, so the same thing happens for symptoms. So if your symptoms start and you test positive the next day, that day zero is the day that symptoms start. We have to go back two days prior to that. So when you're getting these notifications and you see that, you know, why am I getting notified on a Wednesday for something that happened on a Monday? That's usually because we were notified of a positive case and we have to go back for those two days. And what are the most current updates related to a positive case? So how long will a student need to be stay out of school before they're able to return? So students can test on day five. So remember that that positive test date, if you're asymptomatic or if you're symptom onset, that's your day zero. Day one starts the following day. So you will get notifications from Pam and I on your timeline to return, which I will get into in the next part of how you report a a positive COVID case. But on day five, you can test them. You would send their, uh, take a picture or if they went to a lab, send the lab results, uh, results of their COVID test to the school, which would be Pam, Nurse Pam or myself. Um, Once we have proof of their negative test, they can return on day six. They will need to mask on campus from day six through day 10 at all times. As of right now, that's the local guidance from the CDPH. That's really helpful information and an important update. So if I'm a student in athletics, are there any limitations when I return to school after my negative COVID test uh, on day five? No, you can return to school as as any other child that's not in any sports would. So you would just need to mask on campus at all times and continue about going about business as usual. Okay, so you can return on day six with a negative COVID test, uh, need to wear your mask through day 10. Some students may continue to test positive or students and staff members, and they would need to stay home and out of school till day 10. Yeah, and you can continue to test your kid from day six through day 10. So even if they have a positive test on day five, you can test them day six, day seven, however many days you want until they're negative. And then once you get a negative, they can return to school the next day. And Nurse Kelly, how are parents and staff members uh, asked to report COVID cases this year? If your child or a staff, if you're a staff member, you test positive for COVID-19, 
please visit the district website at www.lbusd.org. You're gonna click on the COVID-19 resources tab. It's located on the right side of the screen in the middle at the homepage. And at the top of that page, there's a link for a Google form titled student COVID reporting form for staff. It'll say staff COVID reporting form. You're gonna fill out that Google form and nurse Pam and I will be notified via email to follow up with you. It's gonna ask you basically, when did your symptoms start? When did you have a positive test? For staff, it will say what, what staff members were close contacts to you and, and just a bunch of basic information. So that saves us from having to make a bunch of phone calls and find this out. Once we have that information, Pam and I will reach out to you via email. We'll send you the timeline of return. If you have any questions after that, you can always reach us. That's really helpful information. So we wanna make sure that uh, all of our students and staff members who are out with COVID-19 right now, we wish you well, we wish you health and wellness and a, re and a rapid return. We do know that COVID's gonna be sticking with us in the fall here, so take all those precautions that we've uh, Nurse Kelly has outlined earlier uh, today. And uh, just in general, I think it's been a really positive opening of the school year. I think that uh, feels a lot more normal than it did last year. What are your thoughts? Nurse yeah, Kelly? it feels great. It feels like we're kind of somewhat getting back to normal. I hope that that trend stays. <laughs> I, really I, I see a lot of smiling <laughs> staff faces, student faces, a lot of laughter, a lot of excitement, a lot of engagement. And we hope that continues this year. And we're going to visit you in a, in a couple weeks with some more important health matters updates. Thank you, Nurse Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 1 of Inside LBUSD. If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, please visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. As always, please stay safe and healthy, and we hope you have a wonderful Labor Day weekend.